Hello, we love words. Written, spoken, hinted, shouted, gentle, outrageous, and always enlightening. Intriguing. But there again, we are library staff. You'd expect nothing less. So tune into Library Words for interviews, memories, business tips, stories, and more. We'll talk to authors, poets, and local people, always keeping you usefully entertained. Hi, I'm Andrew Mohammed, and this week I'm talking to Caleb Azuma Nelson, a British Ghanaian writer and photographer. We chat about living and writing in South East London, about Prey, his shortlisted story for the BBC National Short Story Award 2019, and about his modern romance novel Open Water, which was published in February this year. Welcome to Library Words. Well, first of all, uh, Caleb, thank you for joining us today. Thank um, you. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, you're, you're, you're welcome. A nice uh, local boy. That's what <laughs> um, so you, you are South London through and through, is that correct? All the way through, like, born born in Lucian Hospital, lived in Ladywell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lived in, lived in Bellingham now for, like, vast majority of my life. If I'm moving anywhere, it's going to be somewhere in South East London. Um, yeah, I just can't, at the moment anyway, I can't imagine living in another part of London. I live in another part of the world, but South East London is yet yeah, home. Yeah, I, I, I do hear that. I spent 30 years living in Catford. Then yeah. I moved to Greenwich, which is, you know, it's still Catfordish to me. It's like just it's the bus yeah. ride away. But unfortunately, I had to move off the ends for financial purposes. <laughs> but um, if I had the choice, I would have stuck much closer to home. Because as you know, uh, Catford isn't just a place. It's... Uh, it's something different, that's for sure. No, it's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different. I mean, people can take that many different ways, and it probably is accurate, however, which way you take it. But for the people that grew up in Catford, it is it's different. different. Yeah. And um, is it correct that your book, Okamoto, is set in Catford? It's set in Bellingham, in Deptford, in New Cross. Um, it's just like a very South East London yeah. novel. Um, just because, I mean, yeah, like when you're saying like Catford is different, it's a very specific. I think Southeast has like a very specific like texture to it. Yeah. Like everyone I speak from Southeast, like we like you know, like, oh you're from Southeast, and we just nod at each other like yeah yeah yeah. Like we just understand that there is something about this area, and I think it was when I was writing, I was trying to trying to put across like the feelings and emotions that I have experienced, trying to give words to something that's quite intangible. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I got that feeling when you I was listening to Prey on the BBC website. Um, that sounded very autobiographical to me is is it very true to say that like the most of the work that I do is like it's not necessarily autobiographical but it's just very personal like it's not like specific events but they're like feelings that I've had like I think I'm like always really interested in I'm like at the moment I'm really interested in like this idea of like nostalgia and looking back and a lot of that time that requires me like looking into like my own memories but then thinking specifically of the feelings and then writing from there I think a lot of the time when I'm when I am writing I'm always trying to get like as close as I can to like the like the feeling just as it is and then working upwards from there oh wow yeah I mean I, even though it's not all biographical for you weirdly enough Prey felt that way for me like for example yeah. the funeral scene that reminds yeah. me of my dad's funeral way back. You know, the family yeah. will come and you've got the people. Yeah. You. I, was, I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this is, this is exactly <laughs> what it felt like growing up in South and having, you know, the dad having a little drinks on the sofa on the Sunday and the mum trying yeah. to... <laughs> it did 
I was listening to it and I was like, this, this guy's writing about me. And I have a feeling that a lot of people, obviously, not even necessarily from South, but maybe just from a certain um, sort of family upbringing, might listen to this and yeah. feel the same way. Um, and also, especially sort of the Christopher character, I think everyone had a friend like that. Everyone. Um, <laughs> everyone has that one friend that you love, but sometimes the anger is just a bit too much. To yeah, lose. yeah. But it's one of them where, like, the that, like, that friend, like, stays in your life because you know that, you know that like the anger isn't, it's, it's like complicated. Mm -hmm. It's not just like this person yeah. is an angry person. Like there's a reason why they're at, they're at this place, right? Yeah. Like I'm like really interested in kind of presenting people with their wholeness, even when that doesn't necessarily mean that you're like whole as such. Like, I'm just like, I want people, I want like, my characters just give themselves as they are. You want full full characters regardless of flaws, is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, you're a, you're a big film fan as well, then. So, yeah. 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 So you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, you probably see I'm a bit a big big film fan as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I think maybe that's also why I found your um, prey so visual because I when I read stuff, I think of I think in a film sense, probably like how you write. Like you said, you think of scenes, you yeah. think of things. Um, and any interesting films you've seen this year as well? I mean, it's not been the best year for film because there's not been much <laughs> that's come out. That's for sure. Not really much but, um, film fan. Um, I've been like really. I've been trying to dig into like in into the archive. So like kind of looking, yeah, just like going going backwards and trying to trace back like my favorite filmmakers, looking at their influences. Um so like at the top of the year I watched In the Mood for Love. Um oh. Oh. Which, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like man, yeah. Just like which like Barry Jenkins like says is a massive influence of his work. And I like Barry Jenkins is a massive influence of my work. But watching watching that film and just seeing how much could be communicated through like really no words at all, just like yeah. looks, glances, colour, like just yeah, how much like feeling there is in that film for how little is said is just really, really impressive. Yeah, have you seen have you seen the the sequel, twenty forty six? I haven't, no. Oh, because that, that um, he, from what I remember, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but he yeah. becomes an author and it's kind of, he's trying to write oh, a story oh, sort of about, so this is, yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in, in the Mood for Love is, is an amazing, amazing oh, man. It's really Anyone who's interested in, doesn't matter if you're interested in the film or just anything, just watch that film. That just, just, oh man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like, I remember just, I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I'd seen it before, but I, it didn't have the same... I think maybe I saw it at the wrong time. It didn't have this. I re I watched it at the top of this year, and I was just like, "Wow!" <laughs> like, um, and it was so interesting watching, watching that, and then like revisiting Barry Jenkins' work. So looking at Moonlight and looking at If Bill Street Could Talk, and actually his earlier work, like, um, and his short films, and just seeing how much it, like very clear lineage and influence there there had been in them. Um, I think that's always, I don't know, I think that's always so interesting to see like people that I like I look look up to, like seeing that they also obviously looked up to someone else as well and and had like taken different references from them too. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good when you sort of you search out someone that you like and then find the people that they like and you're thinking, well, yeah. this is you can see where this is all coming from. And it gives you a yeah. sort of perspective on on things as well, rather than sort of just being fed through the one person. So that's cool. Um you talked about music as well because obviously in Prey you talk about the, the scene when you sort of there's the scene where you go to the club and 
I like the term sweatbox because I've been to way too many sweatboxes in my life. That is for sure. Um, it just the, just the term itself puts you, you know, instantly reminds me of the kind of place this would be, the kind of sound system you've got. Yeah. Way too loud for the room you're in, but it's, you know, invokes me. Is that, was music a big part of your life growing up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like with my dad, like there was always such like a big kind of like musical influence that he ushered in. He'd always have music going on in the car that was just far too loud. And it was like, and it was funny because like, I think, so I've said this on like a bunch of occasions in in my work, but there's often like this kind of, this kind of music that you like, it goes past like the point of you just hearing it. Like you can actually like feel it like in your chest, like in your body. And I think like that was like my earliest kind of memory of like actually like really feeling music, like feeling it like shake and move you. Um, yeah, I played the <laughs> I played the violin as I was growing up. Um, shout out to Lucian, Lucian Music Service. They like provided the violins um, when I was yeah when I was in primary school and like played through secondary school as well. Um, but growing up was like a big big hip hop head, like a big jazz fan um I was always like I don't know I think it's only really in the past couple of years that I've, that I've understood this but like I was always really interested in the idea of improvisation and like the idea of having like a specific set of space or time so like a 16 bar or like having like a jazz standard and and hearing what different people would bring to like to that so hearing a rapper freestyle like hearing like a like a grime rapper like go off on like a 140 bpm or like hearing like miles like play the same jazz standard like hearing like charlie parker play the same sort of thing like yeah just like really i don't know just really interested in like and i think it's the same i don't know it's it, i'm even thinking about it now but it's the same sort of like philosophy that i have when I think about photography, when I think about writing as well, it's like we can all we like we can all see things, we can all come to like the same things, but we're all gonna come to it a different way, a different route. And that means that whatever we express is on on the other side is going to be different as well. I mean, you've touched on hip hop now. I better not even get into that because we could be here for longer than you're talking about books if I start asking about hip hop. Um, <laughs> Favorite hip hop artist or or group? Do you have one? Favorite that that is not a real question. <laughs> I can't even, like, like what? Um, <laughs> or any, all right, any any standouts? So when someone says hip hop to you, what comes to mind? Standouts like I'd say all right. Let's let's go with this year because otherwise we're gonna we're gonna be here forever. Um, but like this year, I've been listening to a lot of Kendrick as usual. Um, I've listened to Freddie Gibbs. I think he's like so dexterous as a rapper, like he's super versatile. Um, I listen to a lot of Elsewhere shirt just cause like he raps kind of like how I write, which is like not really approaching a subject, but all of the feelings around it. Um, I've listened to a lot of like stuff from the UK this year, like Novelist, Lucian Boy, shout out. Um, Parsalu's from Coventry. He's like, yeah, just has this very, he's, I think he's Gambian and has a very specific like rhythm to his work. It's just like, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, Shabo, she's from Southeast as well. 
Flahio, she's from Southeast as well. You've seen a running theme here. Um, yeah, just like, yeah, hip hop is like just completely, I don't know, that like I get like, I feel lost when I haven't been listening to music for a couple of days. Um, yeah, just like, it just, it's such an exciting form, I think. Like, it just gives you so much in the space of two to three minutes. Hope you enjoyed that. I really enjoyed speaking to him. For the full interview with Caleb Azuma Nelson, follow the links in this episode's summary. Thanks for listening and catch us again for more Library Words. Remember to subscribe to never miss an episode. And links to all of our social media can be found on the podcast summary.